Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, everyone. Blessed rising from New Mexico. Albuquerque to be exact. I am here on a vacation. Um, My first vacation in three years. Um, My first time away from my children in three years um, all at once and it's pretty wild. Um, I'm staying at this resort that's like a lavender farm and field and not necessarily a resort I guess it's considered an inn but it is so beautiful I have been eating good I have been sleeping good I have been getting up around 5 30 before the sun to go outside and walk the grounds and watch the sunrise and I'm like yo this is the life I need every day (laughs) so I'm already thinking about plans for the future when we build our home and like how I need it to be on land where I can see the sunrise. Um, So I'm just checking in here with a random check-in. I'm at the desk in my room and it's very cute. The patio door is open. You may be able to hear the birds. They're really loud and singing this morning. Um, And a couple of things. I got a huge response from folks about the car talk that I did on being ghosted and having to break up with a friend. And I just want to say thanks um, because now I feel a little less alone and so do y'all. So (laughs) I think that's a pretty great thing. The reason why I wanted to pop in today um, is because one, It is, so that might, do you hear that? That might be a crow, but they have a cat on the, um, on the in grounds and it low key sounds like a cat. But anyway, um, I wanted to pop in here because I'm alone and it is rare that I get alone time without babies in the background. And two because while being here, I've been thinking a lot about purpose and about what I want out of this life and about what brings me joy and what doesn't. And yesterday at breakfast, I had my journal with me and I made a list, well, two lists. One was what I'm interested in and one is what I'm no longer interested in or what I'm not interested in, period. And it was so wild to see the inner growth and reflection on the page because it's hard for me to journal these days. And that's mainly because I'm teaching journaling and raising three kids and being a wife and writing book projects and creating content 
for social media and my newsletter and like all the things, right? And I've been neglecting my writing practice because it just feels like work. But being on this trip, I'm smiling because it doesn't feel like work. And that's because I'm really not working. (laughs) I'm enjoying my time and I'm becoming clearer about what I want. Um, More rest is one of those things. Um, More openness to experiencing new things. I say that because I'm terrified of flying, terrified, y'all. And traveling alone was scary. I had major anxiety about that. Speaking of anxiety, which I'll probably talk a little bit about maybe today, but I'm on an anxiety medication to help with my mental wellness. And I forgot it at home. (laughs) Y'all, I was on that plane like, please, Lord, just safe going up, safe coming down. Bless going up, bless coming down. Um, That's a whole nother thing, but it was just anxiety. Like, I just want to get here safely. I want to get in my rental car safely. I want to be driving around New Mexico safely. Like, it's just all these things that just trigger me to feel like, oh my gosh, what if, right? And, And the what ifs are so blown out of proportion. So anyone who has compulsive thoughts and anxiety and anxiety with compulsive catastrophic thinking like I do which I have not talked about publicly um it's a challenge it's a challenge I've been dealing with this since I've been a teenager and been managing it through therapy and art practice and yoga and meditation when I was deep in my practice there. And um, over the past year, during the pandemic, my anxiety just skyrocketed. Like it was under control and then it just wasn't. And really it was when my third daughter was born, September of 2019. And my just hormones just triggered my anxiety. And then I feel like then the pandemic happened and then it was more. So I will talk about that another time. But the openness of trying new things, like this, taking a trip by myself is like a big thing for me, huge, because I don't do it, I haven't done it. And when I have traveled far on a plane, it's been to either, it's been with my husband or with a friend or to meet someone at a destination. So it kind of cuts off like the anxiety of having to like find my luggage by myself and get my rental car by myself. Just like things that grown folks do. But for me, they just feel like big tasks. And um, being open to coming here by myself was a major thing for my emotional growth because fun fact, I was supposed to come with two friends and um, 
one of them could not make it because she's pregnant with twins and I'm so excited about that. Um, but her doctor advised her not to travel. And then our other friend had a work thing come up, so she couldn't go. And I've been wanting to come here. I'm at Los Poblanos in Albuquerque, New Mexico. For anyone who wants to know and look them up, it's bomb. Um, it's amazing. So I've been wanting to come here for like six years, no lie. And I booked my flight, I booked my room, um, and I flew first class. Like I just like made this a whole thing and then my friends, you know, couldn't make it and I was gonna cancel. And I thought about canceling, oh my gosh, up until the Friday I was supposed to come, I thought about canceling. And I actually tried to cancel my flight and it wouldn't let me. And my husband was like, dude, like this is a sign that you need to go and enjoy yourself. I want you to go and enjoy yourself. And I was just so scared. But anyway, I made it and I'm safe and openness to life. That was really long winded for <laughs> this, the story I was trying to tell. But I just want anyone listening to understand that you get to decide what your purpose looks like. You get to decide what brings you joy and openness to life and peace and rest. And in a world that, or society rather, that celebrates busyness and celebrates, you know, fear of failure so that we're like overworking so we succeed, whatever that means individually. Um, you get to decide how you want to move through this world and this life. And something that I'm no longer interested in doing, which was on my list yesterday at breakfast, um, is not being open to possibility. I'm no longer interested in letting my anxiety and fear drive my life. Um, and it feels like so many more of us, just from the people that I'm teaching and my clients and the folks who read my work, like so many of us are trying to shift away from that, a shift away from that fear-based thinking. And even if you're not a person who has anxiety or catastrophic thoughts, like anxiety is a real thing. And I feel like every human being at one point in time will experience it, maybe not need medication for it, maybe it's not a mental illness for them, but there's this there's this thing that kind of makes our heart palpitate and our mind go, oh, I'm not doing enough, and, you know, does anyone like me? Does anyone care? Am I going to get there safely? Do people, like, want me in their lives? Like, all these different things, right? And I'm bringing all this up to say, like, the the things that I've walked through over the past year, like my emotional growth and my spiritual growth has challenged my anxious thoughts um, and has challenged how I look at purpose and what is important to me. I'm actually going to grab my journal real quick so I can read some of the things that I wrote down. Okay.
So I'm going to start with what I am interested in. Okay, and feel free to do this same list and send me an email about it because I would love to read your list. What I'm interested in, helping people heal and grow, good food and conversations, traveling more, wholesome friendships rooted in reciprocity, being on social media less, more time to be creative, making more art just for me, living a free and good life, more daily gratitude practice, meditating three times a week, which meditating is really hard for me, the traditional meditation, and that's what I'm talking about. Sitting on the cushion, getting still, breathing, eyes closed, very hard for me, but I'm gonna try to do that more often. And I'm interested in trying to do that more often. Um, and completing my breathwork teacher training that I'm in now. So identifying these things on the page as my interest has allowed me, it just really opened up a clear mind for me yesterday. Um, I was eating by myself. I was a little anxious about like what that looked like. I don't know why. Um, because so often I'm with someone and I, you know, I love being alone actually, but I love being alone in my own space, not necessarily out and about amongst others. And I haven't been a single person in me and my husband been together nine, almost nine years, been married five. So I've been coupled for a long time and I've had a child's since I was 18, as many of y'all know, and now I have three children. So it's like, I've never really walked this world alone. So being out and about, having dinner by myself, going to the movies by myself, which I don't normally go to the movies because anxiety. Um, I'll talk about that another day too. I think we need a whole anxiety episode so I can just give you guys update on my mental health and everything like that. But, you know, going places by myself to really enjoy myself um, and being able to be, you know, just eating, writing, people watching. I was like, this isn't too bad, but I wonder if people think I'm <laughs> just a loner, but nobody was paying attention to me. Nobody cares, literally. So that's what I have to tell myself. When my anxiety starts flaring up, my like, girl, nobody cares. Nobody is paying attention to you like relax um so what i'm not interested in is fame non-reciprocal relationships being well known not living in my truth proving myself clicks not being my full self settling for scraps and dull creative energy. So the reason why this exercise is important to me is because I'm able to identify what I want and what I don't want. Um, and I don't normally have the space to do that outside of a work setting. And 
not having to teach anyone how to identify what they want and what they don't want, not having to coach anyone, but really coach myself, like, and be my own greatest priority um, during this trip has just been wonderful. And it's been purposeful. And it's shown me what I need more of. I need more of this. My husband said that <laughs> I'm going to love it so much that I'm going to want to do it all the time. <laughs> um, I kind of wish I could snap my fingers and be a place, be at a place, but, you know, traveling and flying is a part of the process. So for anyone who can resonate with anything that I've said, this is another random chit-chat. Um, I hope you are brave enough to identify what you need and what you don't need, what you want and what you don't want. I hope that you make your own lists of what you're interested in and what you're not interested in. Um, I hope you make more space to be by yourself when you can, because I know when we're caretakers and employees and partners and siblings and daughters and sons and like all the things, it can be hard. We can forget about ourselves, right? And I hope that this note is like a little reminder to not forget about yourself, to do things scared. <laughs> Even if it's as simple as getting on a plane. Um, funny story before I wrap this up. So I get to the airport yesterday and I was actually sitting next to this really nice man um, who was a local and then a, the woman in front of us was a local. And um, they were telling me like, we were flying over the desert coming into New Mexico and it was so choppy and I was nervous and he was like, don't be nervous, it's okay. Um, I've had much worse coming over these mountains. It's just because we're flying over the desert and whatever. So that was cute, that was fine. I was like, thank you. <laughs> um, and then we started talking about like places to go and places to eat. So yesterday I went to the botanical gardens and spaced around with my camera. Um, I went to this really cool burger spot and taco spot, um, brought some food back and they gave me other places to go. And when I was getting off the plane, I had no idea where I was going. I felt like a lost child. I'm 31. <laughs> I was like, Alex, you can follow the signs. But I was just so anxious and overwhelmed of being in a new place by myself. I normally have Ryan with me and he's like taking the lead on that. So I couldn't find where the rental car place was. Mind you, I haven't traveled in three years and when I normally travel I'm meeting someone so I don't have to buy a rental car or I'm getting I'm getting picked up by a driver or whatever it's easy right or I have my husband and he's leading and I'm like yo where am I going so I'm trying to figure out where to go and the man who was helping me who was talking to me on the plane He's like, are you lost? And I was like, yes. And he was like, 
where are you trying to go? I said, the rental car place. He goes, that's where I'm going. Follow me. So I was just following him. We weren't talking or nothing. We, we was just like, I was just like a puppy following him, trying to stay close so I don't get lost. And he was like, who are you, you know, driving with? And I was like, Priceline. And he was like, mm. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, Priceline is who I booked the car with. I'm looking for. And then I had to pull up my email. And he was like, follow me. I'm going there, too. It was like. He was like my angel, my travel angel, because mama would have been in circles. I couldn't find anybody who worked at the damn airport to help me. I asked this one lady, and she was like, sorry, I'm new here, too. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but anyway, needless to say, got to my uh, the, the car place, right? And I walk up to the counter. They're closed. And then I'm like, this is crazy. So there was a sign up that said check in at the Enterprise place. And the, my little travel angel man was like, oh, you don't have to do that. Just come with me. Um, I'm going to National, too. And he was like telling me he was like a diamond member, or emerald member. And I was like, dude, I don't know what that means. <laughs> but I will gladly just follow you to the car so I can get in mine. So... Made it to the car, and it was very easy. It was just like, go pick a car, the key is in there, and leave. So I go to the gate to leave, and the man was like, hey, I don't see you in the system. Did you check in at the counter? And I was like, the counter was closed. <laughs> and he was like, it said, go to Enterprise. And I was like, it did say that. <laughs> And he was like, don't worry, I'll hook you up. You already checked. I showed him my receipt from Priceline. He got me all situated. But see, those are the type of things that give me anxiety. Like, And self-trust is another thing that I'm learning on this journey by myself. And I'm not even gone for that long. I left Sunday. I go back home tomorrow. So it's a very short trip. But I'm learning that I can do this. And I can ask for help. And I read the sign that said, go to Enterprise. And I was working my little self over to Enterprise. And then my little angel, my little travel angel told me, don't go to Enterprise. <laughs> so when I got in the car, I pulled off. I went to Whole Foods. And I was just like, okay, thank God I made it. You know, I got my little stuff at Whole Foods because I was starving. And then I went to Los Poblanos, checked in. And it's been fine. <laughs> and it's been beautiful. So I guess the moral of that story is, even when you're lost, you're really not, right? You can always find your way back. <laughs> oh, anyway, thanks for uh, listening to this random chat. Um, I think I'm going to record about my anxiety here in a little bit and share about it in the next week or so it's pretty tender but i don't think that people who look like me talk about this stuff enough um and so i will think about talking about this with you guys anyway i'll talk to y'all later thanks for tuning in stay close to your truth stay close to your purpose and don't forget to write those lists, what I'm interested in and what I'm not interested in. And feel free to share me, share them with me. 
<laughs> not share me, okay? <laughs> Feel free to share them with me, and um, I'd love to read them. Okay, bye, y'all. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.